these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, one is affected by every twitch and grunt. It is August 8th, 2013. And welcome to episode number 25 of the Sleeping with the Elfin podcast, where we put the U in color commentary, except there's not much of a U this week. We'll get to that. <laughs> I am Mr. Paul Swickard, and with me is Mr. our resident Canadian, Mr. Ryan Murphy. Hello, Ryan. Hmm. Hello. How's it going? It goes okay. You know? It's good. Things are happening. A lot uh, of things other, are happening. Other things are not. Um, all in all, it's yeah, some things are quite unique. But others are not. Most of mo- most of it is very mundane. Most of it is normal. That's vague. Uh, but some of it is like is one time deal. Like holy crap! Remind me not to ask how you're doing. <laughs> you're confusing everybody. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm unique, but I'm also mundane. I didn't say I was unique. I said the events of my life are unique. You won the lottery? Mundane. No. <laughs> are we doing a world tour because you won the lottery? First no. stop, Kansas. <laughs> I would that be weird for us to do a world tour about United States and Canada relations? No, because I would totally get like you know going from you know every state to province to state or something. But in a world tour, we would have guests on from from other countries, and they would oh. tell us how screwed up Canada and America are. That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, if anyone wants to fund a Kickstarter to send us around the world. Okay. I could use vacation. Ryan, I'm already about to get mad at you. Ah, what'd you do? Why in the holy hell do you want to talk about a Canadian country music festival? Because. Canadian it, country? It is How a, is that a thing? It's not. That, okay. Then why are we talking about it's it? It's a clash of cultures. I was at a, a country music festival last Sunday, and I witnessed the almighty America versus Canada. And, it you know, because as you... We're joking. There are some Canadian country artists, but a majority of them that were there were from the States. I got a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt, eh? Uh, <laughs> no, we just <laughs> rap. how that goes? Rap. We just sing about better beer and dirt. <laughs> it's weird. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a country fan, but, but Ashley is. We, I took her there for her birthday. and uh, Okay. Anyways, is she a country? Is it she a Canadian country fan? Yes, she loves country, but that's that's not what we're going to talk about. No, we're going to talk about no, it. No, what? I, I'm just, I, let me dig deeper here. Okay, dig a little deeper. <laughs> Get up in there. What? What is she into? Only Canadian country stars? No, no. Or no. is this like? Is she as a fan? Is she, like, completely put off by Canadian country? Is this something that is uniquely American? Give me the skinny. She Uh, enjoys any type of good country music, whether it be from a Canadian artist or American artist. She does not judge, but I just say that... That is too pluralistic. A majority of the artists she listens to, I assume, are from the States. But listening to a Canadian channel, they must play Canadian artists. So I assume Canadian artists do pop up from time to time. Um... But it just—it was weird because most of the artists that were on stage were American. They'd be commenting on how, you know, oh my God, you guys are just so much nicer here in Canada, and this is the biggest, nicest crowd I've ever seen. And 
And it was weird because we were up front, and I know a lot of people joke about Canadian mosh pits, but it's true. Whoa. It, what? 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 What is... I did not know this. <laughs> There's another thing to make fun of Canada for? <laughs> you gotta let me the tell Canadian the story, man. <laughs> right, sorry. I'm just saying, we were in a... Uh, uh, we were... As is with every concert, whether it be country or rock music, they're... The closer you get to the stage, the tighter it is and, and the more rowdy it gets. So we were uh-huh. sort of close to the front stage and people are like dancing and bumping into each other. And on multiple occasions, every time someone bumped into me, they'd apologize. And I just thought, <laughs> Paul would love this. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, like, and, and it's instinct. As soon as someone hits you, they say, oh, sorry. And I'm like, oh, sorry. It's okay. And Worst like, these, pit ever. these are people who are drinking and smoking certain substances that smell a lot like pot probably because they are pot uh is that legal is it legal in canada no but um security isn't going to make a big fuss about it like it's just pot (laughs) all right if they got it in like security probably just it's like "Eh, fuck it just let them do what they need to do (laughs) i have i've been to a lot of concerts in my day paul a lot of outdoor festivals and i have never seen a cop go up to somebody who's actively smoking it. Now, mind you, if they if they find the pot on them when they're coming through the gate, then they will confiscate it. But I've never seen anyone get arrested for that. But uh, to, to, to end the story uh, here, I just... I Everything was going great. And it was like, best Canadian country music festival ever. And then I... This really doesn't have anything to do with Canada or America, but it's an outlet. So I'm going to just tell this story and, and you can tell me whether this happens in the states but i am i feel a sprinkling on the back of my leg and i look around and i thought the guy was pouring his drink out so i didn't think anything of it and then i turn around again and his buddy has his wiener out and he's peeing in Uh the mosh pit just peeing and i realized that was was he was this splash damage or was this like he was just peeing on your leg oh it was splash damage the the first one was splash damage i thought it was Wait, I thought he was pouring this a drink. Was multiple times? Two. Two times. The guy peed behind, the guy behind me peed. And then you his think buddy you after that. Well, see we couldn't because we were jamming, right? And yeah. you know, the guy's peeing and I turned around, I thought he was just pouring a drink out. Then his buddy literally is I can see him peeing and I and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And then the the stoner beside me is also reacting the same way I am, which I thought was, you know, good for him he's keeping his wits about him at least he i thought he was going to look at his wiener and say oh that's hilarious and, and we were just it was disgusting um i'm glad the crude nature of humanity isn't local to the united states yeah i was gonna say so you uh in in the states you don't come to canadian country music festivals because you have penises to look forward to Ugh. yeah speaking of penises yeah wieners i'd like to introduce I'd like to introduce a new segment called the Weekly Wiener. And oh, can we have a cool soundbite? Like we should, and I promise you, it wiener. will be funny uh-huh. and most likely crude. <laughs> it's, we, we okay. If anyone has any ideas for some weekly for this. wiener, and I am going to feel real bad when this segment goes like two segments, and then we won't have anything to talk about. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I thought last week was the the cherry on top of the cake, but. Yeah, I okay. I feel a little bit bad for him in this case. I feel a little bit bad. Don't say that now. 
I just am saying. It's just like, ugh. Okay, so here's the deal. He still looks creepy. Mayoral hopeful, I know, especially behind an old bunch of Care Bears. <laughs> Mayoral hopeful <laughs> apologized after an elderly woman he met on his campaign described his openly gay opponent, Christine Quinn, as a quote unquote dyke. Oh, damn. I'm, I'm not, not going to censor it. No, this is raw. This is oh. the show. This is what he. And I feel a little bit bad for him. I feel <laughs> okay. a little bit bad because essentially she said uh, it was just an el- older, elderly woman wheeling a shopping cart. And she goes, <laughs> this, is, this is her quote. She's like, I'm not voting for, uh, what's her name? The Dyke. Okay. Okay. Right. So, you know, he didn't, she didn't recognize, she didn't remember the girl's name. All she remembered was that she was a lesbian. And that's it. So, two, two things here. Could we sure. chalk this up to just, like, we still have racist old people around. Oh, yeah. Like, they still exist. And, yes. and, and we can sort of shy away. It's like, oh, it's just. Racist young people exist. It's well, true. Well, I, I mean, there's no excuse for people like that. But at least <laughs> if you're a racist old person, you were kind of like. There's still no excuse, but you were sort of like raised. Sorry, are you defending? I'm the, trying who, not which to. Which side are you defending? I'm de- I am not defending racism. <laughs> racism is bad, kids, okay? I'm just saying that there's a certain group of elderly people who grew up in a time where racism was around a lot, and they were pressured into sort of well, being racist. Okay. Now, just to be clear, the reason he got in trouble is yeah. essentially for saying not correcting her. Right, essentially which, not saying that you know, you know, Miss, you really shouldn't say that, you know. Did, and he came out a little while later, so to speak, and started telling reporters that he has a zero tolerance policy against any type of gay slur. Well, if you have a zero tolerance, then you should be correcting your supporters. Right. <laughs> like that's that's the thing is that like when there is one thing like if you know of an elderly elderly racist person who just says it because that's it's so ingrained in their head then you say to them it's like well you know what it's 2013 we don't talk like that anymore you know I, this isn't the 40s yeah well I, I i guess i can just see like okay consider something okay you're at a family dinner and All grandma right. starts talking i'm picturing it <laughs> she and she might come out with let's just say a few choice words about a few ethnic groups uh-huh oh it it Jeez. might be the case that you don't want to really say anything to Grandpa. I don't know. I I like to challenge my elders. I do that all the time when I'm home for family dinner. Um, religion comes up a lot, and and I like to talk about it with them. And when they make weird comments, I'm just like ah blah blah blah, you know. But I mean, racism has never come up at the dinner table. That could be a little different. But. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, 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 you're like, there's certain things that you just don't want to have that conversation. It's you, easy. You just, I, I just told uh, Wiener how to do it. I said, in 2013, we do not call people that. He really wants to be mayor, Ryan. And which what? is why you don't want to correct that's any right. of your supporters ever. No, that's why you don't want to correct old people because they actually go out and vote. Um, oh. Which is, you know, a whole other conversation. But, uh,. Like, would it have been appropriate for her to say uh, the lesbian? Or, or, or uh, that like, would have been that would have been correct, but you know, identifying her in yeah. that context is still, you know, you're right. It's not great, but it's be- certainly better than what she said. Like, 
is is the I guess this gives you know the opponent's supporters uh, an excuse to say, oh, the guy who takes pictures of his wiener. Like, yes. Oh, okay, I'm not voting for him. No, it absolutely does. But I don't. I, I doubt. I, yeah, I don't know. I doubt that this would sway any voters one way or another. To be honest, this just seems like fluff news. Where 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 is he in the polls? Has he actually got a chance? He's down. <laughs> he's not doing well. Oh man! But I think he's third right now. But anyway, whatever. We stay more. Stay tuned for more weekly wiener segments. I hope it is next. actually weekly. Next. What's next? Uh, this one goes out to Mr. Lou Page for recommending this man to us because I had no idea. This we, there's a certain governor in Maine, mm-hmm. Maine, Ryan. I don't know if you know about you know geography, United States geography, but Maine is on the opposite side of California. Lou has stated that Maine is fairly close to where I am right now. At this, it week. actually is. Yeah. Yes. And it is in the northern part of the United States, as many probably know. And, yeah, there is a, there is a governor there named Paul LePage. Paul LePage. And, yeah, he has, some interesting, he has some interesting words to say when it comes to, uh, well, say his opponents. Right. <laughs> uh, so so like, nice words? No. Oh. No, like, okay, in and of themselves, they're actually not, like, in any sort of real-world context, they're not that bad. But he says this openly and directly. <laughs> so, basically, he says he once told uh, uh, the Portland branch of the NAACP, you know who they are? Uh, no. It, it's essentially a group for... Uh, uh, it's like an NBA no, Equal treatment, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> You have no idea what you said. That's why you what you just said was bad. Um, oh, no, it is an it is an it is a, a group for the equal treatment of African Americans. And he once told them to. God damn it! I know, right? There you go, Ryan Murphy, ladies and gentlemen. It was an accident. Uh, I think it's racist that you think I'm racist for saying uh-huh. that. He called the protesters idiots. I uh, referred to the government managers as corrupt. Mm-hmm. Um. And he compared to the IOS to the Gestapo. Really? Yeah. So, like, all right, you are interesting. I just I look at the, a picture of this LePage dude, and I just think, yeah, you need to probably not run because he looks like he would say those things. You yes, know? absolutely. He looks like absolutely your wacky true. uncle who never married, and again with the family reference, constantly it's invites you over t- for some reason. This stuff hits close to home, man. I don't have any weird uncles. They're all happily married and very nice. Uh, you need to look harder. Anywho, uh, by the way, quick, you know why he would call the IRS the Gestapo. Well, like banging down doors and stuff like that, taking money. Yeah, well, the th- oh, gosh, very, very conservative people view income taxes as Ill- straight up illegal. What? Yeah, it just, I don't want to get into it, but yes, he's that is why he's comparing the IRS to the Gestapo. Who are these Gestapo. people? Anywho, anywho. Oh, God. <laughs> um, they really dance around this article. Really dance around like what he actually says. Um, I was gonna say you got to go pretty deep. Yeah, because they kept. I don't know why it's again not that bad, but it's just bad 
by virtue of the fact that he's a governor and saying this publicly. Uh, it's like he's operating as if every comment he says is a comment on YouTube. Yeah. Except maybe a little more polite. Just a little bit. He was targeting this particular comment um, to a senator, Troy Jackson, um, mm-hmm. who is a Democratic leader. Uh, basically, he said, this is in reference to Jackson, he says, he claims to be for the people, but he's the first one to give it to the people without providing Vaseline. Oh. <laughs> so you can infer several things as to what he's what he's talking about. I don't. That's just you infer uh, all you want. <laughs> Why would? But whatever. He just. I. I mean, I don't find that particular comment offensive in and of itself. It's, it's just, just wrong. No, I know. It's just like you're in. You're talking about a colleague, basically. And you're doing it in a public sphere, and you just decide that that's it. Like, I, I'm pretty sure if I told people around my office that enough. Now, I'm not even saying like I I could say that once, and I'm pretty sure no one in HR would talk to me. But if I if I continued to do things like this, I'm pretty sure I, I would get I, I would get fired eventually. Yeah, HR isn't a big fan of the Vaseline. Um, no, no. That's that's not good. But like I think we oh. found our reason here for why he's so weird and outspoken. LePage, who was elected in 2010 with Tea Party support, is known yeah, for yeah. speaking his mind. So yeah. he's basically elected by the crazies for the crazies. Is that what? Yeah. Saying? Well, I mean, yes. Though I'm not saying that. You're saying that. Oh, but I'm, yes, you agree with me. So we're both <laughs> saying. His official stance: sleeping with the elephant. The Tea Party is fucking whack. <laughs> basically, anyone. Even conservative people, like, if you're not ready to throw the government, like, all of the federal government over the wall, you're not conservative enough, basically. Weird. So, hence, hence so again, weird. again, hence his remark with calling the IRS the Gestapo. Can, can I just say, this is one thing I do not understand about your country and, and, uh-huh. compare, and to, compared to my country, is that all parties that can get elected, that do get elected to be the prime minister whatever support the country that they are trying to get elected in whereas in the states there is a key group of people who are trying to get elected in their country and yet they do not support their country does that not sound weird to you it's like if you do not support your country you should go to a different country uh i does that not make sense it does. Well, there's a point, right? Like, there's a, a point in which this becomes a good idea. Like, if things had gotten so bad mm-hmm. that you thought the government was so corrupt and so just catastrophically evil, you would leave if you were enabled to do so. Like, I would imagine many, like, well, I know this to be true. Many, many people left Germany when things really started. They're like, holy crap, this thing, this is not going well. Yeah. And it's not, no sign of getting better. We should leave. <laughs> yeah, we should get out. Right. You know? Again, assuming that you could, you know. But I'm just uh, saying, like, the United States of America is nowhere near or is ever going to be anywhere near what happened in Germany in the 1940s. I mean. No, I know. Like, it's, that's, it's an, that's the it's crazy part. Comparison. I know. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying that that's probably <laughs> what they think. You know, they think, oh, my God, World War Three is going to happen. And, I actually and, don't think they think that. Well, it's just it's weird. I think they like saying it. 
and so, they like inspiring fear in people. So what do they think then, Paul? Do they do they think that America I is think it goes against their political interests and they're willing to use fear tactics in order so to get confused. what they want. So confused. So what do they not like the states or do they just like they just want to run the states and this is how they feel they should get to the top. That's it. Ah, man. But uh, that might be a more pessimistic attitude, but it's, I that's my personal belief. <laughs> Now, are we gonna... I, I've seen too much of that, right? Like I've yeah. seen too much of people changing their mind when it seemed to be politically advantageous for them to do so, right? Like I don't care. If you change your mind on a certain topic, like say it, you assimilate all kinds of information all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And if you change your mind because you've been convinced that what you were believing is not as good as this other side, mm-hmm. then good. Fantastic. It happens to everybody. It happens to me. I – oh my gosh, dude. Like – I, you, people have varying opinions, but if you do it for nothing more than because you believe you're going to garner more support so you can get elected to something, th- then you really aren't a man with the convictions at all. Yeah. You're just... Yeah. Which does not sound American to me. Like, I thought America was all about being proud of your country and it is. being free well, and... Well, there's a line, right? Like, that's I not know. even to say... That's not even to say that any person... Like, you... If you're an elected official, you are a representative, mm-hmm. right? So meaning that you have a now responsibility to, in other words, represent the people in your constituency. So on the one hand, if you are, you know, if you are a congressperson mm-hmm. and you are in charge of a particular district and that particular district loves guns, I mean, like loves them, goes to bed with them does all kinds of inappropriate things with guns interpret freely if you do that then and you personally don't think that this is a good this is uh, you know something to be something good can come from you know more or you know or less gun control then you know you're kind of in a quandary Mm -hmm. but that's why, in theory, you should – I would think you should campaign on the issues that you care about. So if you say, you know, I'm pro-gun control and you get elected on a pro-gun control stance, you should you know, try to foster that kind of ideology. Mm-hmm. So do you think we're going to see a surge in this Tea Party crap again in no. 2016 or do you no. think it's the tea par- I think the Tea Party is – it, it had its peak already. Okay, good. It had its peak in. It had its peak before. Because you guys a, are starting to freak me out. A lot of that stuff is nuts, nuts, sir. Oh, in yeah. fact, let me let me just let me just rattle off a couple things here. Sure. Uh, Mr. Obama recently spoke in Phoenix, Arizona. Recently, mm-hmm. um, he was talking about, of all things, responsible home ownership. Whatever. I, uh, fine. I should have listened to this. I try to. Uh, I try to be a responsible homeowner. I, I was digging a hole the other day. Well, in a lower, I, I don't know if you know anything about Arizona, but it's a very conservative state, and people have some pretty crazy ideas about what should go on in Arizona. I'm not going to like this story, am I? No, and I'm not. This isn't much of a story. It's just to say, hey, these protest signs are really stupid. Uh-huh. Uh, let me just – there were protesters at this Obama thing and a lot of them – a lot of the protesters were apparently shouting bye-bye black sheep. 
Um, another protester carried a sign saying, uh, impeach the half-white Muslim. Um, next, he's 40%, he's 47% Negro. Fantastic. Uh, we've gone back so many years. He's all divided. <laughs> he's divided all the races. I hate him for that. Okay. Uh, It's, yeah, I mean, it, there's more. I could go on. I'm not gonna. It's just really it, Arizona, really. This is the reason stupid people get elected, right here. This story, basically, these people who are writing these, like I can tell you for a fact that I know most of these people would probably go vote just because they are oh, so yeah. angry. Well, and, I mean, you got to consider they would go vote. They're also the same people who are protesting, right? So they've taken time off uh, for their lives in order to protest. So they're probably very politically passionate, and as a result, you know. The problem I, I see with these these protest signs and, and what we've said is none of them really, you know, af- af- would affect anybody being a president or a governing body. You know, I'm not saying they're true, I mean, or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, how about protesting? If you're going to be against Obama, uh-huh. protest the things you don't like about his governing or whatever. I know. <laughs> I'm sure know, they can come right. up with that, some those, examples. None of, none of that was, none of the ones we just mentioned had anything to do with policy. No, it, was nobody's, just about, it, was, it was about race. Yeah. And, and I mean, personally, I think, I, I don't know for a fact, but I, I just, I feel as though Obama is doing a bang up job. But uh, I'm sure some protesters could well, find some things he's done wrong that they could slap onto a board and then protest and then and then it actually looks like you're not a crazy person you're just like oh yeah that's a very good point i guess he shouldn't be doing that whole drone thing i mean i stopped following anonymous so i don't really know what obama's done bad this week so um <laughs> i i don't think any elected official is perfect no it should be free to criticize said official and obama is included in that it's impossible to be be perfect you well, know. even by any standard, by any metric, you're gonna screw up. You're gonna you're gonna alienate even your most loyal supporters. And I'm I can still vote for like say he were gonna run for re-election. You can still make an, an an informed decision. Hey, should I vote for this guy or this guy? Well, this guy did this and this guy did this. But there, you know, this other guy he's done some things that made a lot of sense, and this other guy says some things that make a lot less sense. So you make an informed decision. The thing, the mo- the one thing, uh, the worst thing about this article is that it's got the sad Obama face picture. Yeah, he's very sad, and <laughs> I, know, I would he be too. Very depressed. It looks like he just read like every sign that said that they hate him. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, being his in his position, I could not. Like, I mean, it seems every day there's a new article on bullying or or whatever, and I mean, this is oh, bullying. Sure. And uh, yeah, you'd have I to have mean, pretty thick skin to be in Obama's shoes right now. Like that's. Probably. That sucks. I feel for him. Yeah. All right. This is an entirely in case what in case you hadn't picked up on this yet. This is an entirely American centric episode because <laughs> nothing happened in Canada except for a Canadian country music festival. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and even then, it was dominated by Americans. I'm, how much want to bet the guy <laughs> who whipped his wiener out was oh. a descendant of Anthony Wiener? Dude, I can't. I, no, that's not true. I'm not going to. I'm that's not going to take that bet. <laughs> it's not true at all. He was Canadian. He was 
very drunk on Canadian but, beer. Ryan, um, what's what, up? Is it, what, what is it that you would like to discuss? What, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this next thing? I think you do. Which next thing? You, you, I thought you had to leave at 8. <laughs> I do. I'm just saying I, I feel bad for dominating the conversation. No, man. There's so much shit that happened in, in the States. Um, you want to quickly talk about this Olympic thing? Is that what you're talking about? I don't care. That's the only Canadian thing on here, so I guess I'll run with it. But yeah, uh, well, I mean, you, we don't have to. Talk, we could talk about the. We could talk about Mr. Edward Snowden. Oh yeah, we should talk about this because this is interesting. Uh, so I guess uh, Edward Snowden. You guys don't like him. No. Well, depends on who you ask. Um, the government does the not like United him. States government does not like Edward Snowden. That is absolutely true. Yeah. So uh, and he is being given um sanctuary in russia right by putin yes vladimir putin yes and which i think is nothing more than trolling like i don't think he gives a shit one way or the other yeah i mean hey if you're gonna find a chance to piss off one of the major world powers you might as well take it right especially if you're russia (laughs) um but uh i guess russia is holding on to uh snowden and obama was supposed to meet with Putin or is it Putin or Putin? Putin? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'm going to call him Vladimir. Vladimir uh, is going <laughs> to meet him there. I mean, we're on first name basis. Uh, and I guess he canceled the meeting due to tensions with this Snowden. And I mean, could you imagine if Obama was in one meeting room with, with Vladimir and in the next meeting room, Snowden's there and he's he's listening in with his I, I can glass cup that he used to get all the NSA I can secrets. Visualize what you're, the the picture that you're painting. I, I think that would make a really good political cartoon. If if anybody who works for a newspaper is listening, pitch that <laughs> to your uh, political cartoon Done. person, because I think that's comedy gold. Well, um, whatever. I'm not at all surprised that Snowden. One, Snowden is in Russia. Two, that Russia would be a little bit, shall we say, slow to get him back to us. So, like, why was Obama going over there to talk to him? I don't know. Probably to just, I I imagine there were things on the agenda to discuss, but I would imagine that the United States and Russia have a, you know, a meeting every once in a while to try to just keep communication lines open. Hmm. Like it, I'm sure. Again, I'm sure there were specific items that needed to be discussed. But yeah, and if he's if he's, <laughs> you know, honestly, this this makes me think. If Snowden is enough reason for Obama not to want to go to Russia and just cancel it and not talk about the things they wanted to talk about, that kind of makes me think that the things that they were going to talk about are more or less unimportant. Like yeah, just like. <laughs> Touching base, how you doing? Like, couldn't this be solved with a Skype call? Why does he got to actually go there? I I get the you know I get the opportunity for a photo. I get that. I just I'm like okay, so if you're not going just because of Snowden, then that why were you going? <laughs> like, are you going just to go? Hmm. I. Ah. Well, I that, mean, was, that was a little annoying. I'm a little annoyed by this now. I'm like, why is it so? Why is why is Snowden the priority over the things that you were going to go to Russia for in the first place? Like, I, I, but that's kind of my attitude about Snowden in the first place. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, face the consequences, I guess. Well, I mean, he's that man. That man is going to be on the run for the rest of his life. There's no way 
like unless something crazy drastic happens in the United States, he is going to be like it wouldn't. In fact, this has gotten so out of hand. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they were to find out like where he was and try to capture him. Oh, like Obama, oh, Obama. Osama, Osama style. Um, I don't think they'd try to kill him. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's not. He's but yeah, you know, I, mean, I, th- I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. I think it'd be a hell of a lot quieter, quieter than sending in the freaking Navy SEALs. Now, they like, believe- it would probably be like a spy thing. It would probably be like the CIA going up to him and saying, yep, uh, we found his apartment. And they're like, do you think you can take him in? And I'm like, yep, probably. <laughs> do they believe that Snowden has more information that no, he hasn't released. This is all. I think this at this point, it's all about. Well, l- let me rephrase. Yes, he certainly does have more information because he's already released it. Uh-huh. Um, but I, I think at this point, it's not about that. I think it's about saving face and trying to punish him. It's about the perception at this point. I think just to say, you know what? No, we caught the guy who leaked the secrets. Weird. Yeah, such is life, huh? I guess someone's got to leak it, right? The government ain't going to do it. Right, like on your leg. Anywho. Uh, I had just forgot about that. <laughs> I relived that trauma for this show, and you won't let me live it down now. I apologize. Every episode when we have our weekly wiener segment, you're going to remind me. It's like, remember when you had that weekly wiener on the back of your leg? Oh. <sighs> uh, email us. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com. Tell us why you think Ryan should... Uh, you know, discuss this every week or discuss the weekly wiener or whatever. Uh, Twitter, the lazy elephant and unhappy beaver. We love the feedback and the reviews. We love the five stars on the iTunes. You should give it to us because we really enjoy doing this and we want to continue to do it. And oftentimes it feels like I'm just talking to Ryan and that's fine. I like Ryan. That's not true. I, we have just, people who listen. I know. And I love hearing from them. We just don't, so, they don't rate us on iTunes. We talk about the stories that are recommended to us. Hello, Lou, I want credit. You mean give Lou credit? No, you I want, want credit. credit from Lou saying we did what oh. he said. Oh, <laughs> he, he listened. He, I've, I've, I post the show and like a day I later I get it right. Like, blah, blah, blah. I know. All right. You can find me at Peace Wickard mm-hmm. on the Twitter. Mr. Ryan. Uh, at on the Twitter at R Murphy. All right. If you wanna you wanna hear my unfiltered. Right. You just had you nonsense. put up a pretty damn good article about being a day one Wii U owner. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, bought a Wii U on day one, and then 260 days later, 268 and a half months, finally got my Nintendo got Eleven hands. Playing, huh? Pikmin Three. <laughs> you finally got a game worth playing. Game worth playing for me. <laughs> probably not a game it's a great game but it's probably not a game that will will convince say Paul or Jocelyn or Lou <laughs> to run out and and buy a Wii U and and pick up Pikmin 3 and like yes right. now a couple months down the road when Nintendo starts pumping out a few more titles maybe but still unknown but Pikmin 3 right. is amazing play it right, dude uh, I think that'll do it that's a show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, good show. Good show, and we will talk to you all next week.